there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. BatSecretMedia.com Gamers, welcome to the Secret Levels Podcast. On this week's episode, we go inside the squared circle. I'm player one, Titanic Toby, brother. I'm player two, Jumbo Goobs. This is a retro video game review show where we go over one game per episode. We go over the history, the story, the gameplay, some fun facts, and then... We go right into the rage meter. You want to take a suplex right onto some thumbtacks and then a pile driver right onto some more thumbtacks? And light the thumbtacks on fire and get slammed again on thumbtacks? On fire? Pretty rageful. That is rageful. And then don't kick out at two. (laughs) No false finishes here. That's super rageful. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Goobs. After we rage, we usually settle down and give the game that we just talked about a 1 to 10 rating. Why 1 to 10, Goobs? Because there's some simple thick boys. Thick boys, brother! (laughs) Oh my god, here we go with the brothers. (laughs) Take a shot every time Toby yells, brother. (laughs) Brother, you're going to be drunk before this show gets started, brother! (laughs) Oh, why am I saying brother so much, though, Goobs? We're in the brother mode right now. We're playing a wrestling game. We're in the good brother mode. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but there's going to be a lot of wrestling references in this one because uh, Goobs picked a game this week. What game did you pick, my friend? I picked Saturday Slam Masters, brother. <laughs> See, it's just, it comes out like the, the pure testosterone and the the Hulkamaniacs and the warriors running wild uh, on the prairie me. of the Tell gods. Me. There's no Hulk Hogan in this game. I know. There's there's no, uh, no, no wrestling superstars that we all know and love. There are similarities to... Wrestling superstars that we know and love, though? There there are, but there are some familiar faces. Well, at least one familiar face in this game from another game. Have you had experiences with this game in the past before we get into the familiar faces and all the, the backstory and whatnot on this game? Oh, yeah, playing this with the cousins at Nanny Froggy's. Oh, it's a Nanny Froggy Saturday night special. Yes, the Saturday special, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we used to always play it. Ah, so you've got a you've got a plenty of experience with this game. Oh hell yeah. Still not good at it, but I have experience with it. <laughs> I have zero experience with this game before playing it. 
You never played this at the arcade or anything? No. I, I knew of its existence. I just never played it. And I'll tell you why. I was such a Streets of Rage fan that I didn't ever really play the Final Fight games. Which, the familiar face, there's a Final Fight character in this game. So... I just stayed away from the Final Fight franchise. I don't know why. Anything that had to do with Final Fight, I was like, eh, Streets of Rage. You didn't have the same loyalty, obviously. No, I'm all over the place. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this... I'll play whatever the fuck's in front of me. Right. Well, this was my first playthrough, so it'll be really interesting to see a veteran, someone that grew up with this game and someone that's never played this game, uh, you know, have opinions on it. This is one I'll go back to like once a year at least and play. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see what I think. <laughs> Are you worried? Nope, not at all. All right. Uh, well, not going to change my opinion. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, I guess we should uh, probably go ahead and you know talk about this, huh? Yeah, let's power slam our way into some dates. This game was originally released in 1993 on the arcade. It was developed and published by Capcom, but it was ported to the Super Nintendo, which is the version we played. Now you're playing with power, superpower. And the Sega Genesis. And there's a very weird console that I found out about. It was also on the FM Towns Marty. Oh. Yeah. Never heard of that before. All right. Me either. Not until I was researching this. I was like, what the fudge is that? Oh, we're censoring ourselves now. Uh, Well, (laughs) brother, we're on live TV in front of the millions and millions. Should I I stop? (laughs) (laughs) I swear Toby's not drinking this episode. (laughs) Okay. Anyways. uh, Yeah. Self-censoring. Whatever. This is a one to four player with a Super Nintendo multi-tap. And it is a fighting wrestling game. And there is a story. Oh, yeah, brother. (laughs) It's time for Brother Time with Toby. The world of wrestling was getting stagnant. The same old matchups with the same old results. Luckily, the great entertainer, Capcom, decided to do something to change this failing sport. Capcom issued a challenge to the greatest wrestlers in the world to prove that they were the very best. This was the birth of the CWA, Capcom Wrestling Association. Eight of the best wrestlers were crazy enough to show up that Saturday night to answer the age-old question, who is the best of all time? They'll travel the world to venues in Los Angeles, New York, Sydney, Tokyo, London to crown the world champion and the tag team champions. Brother. (laughs) Good old Capcom wrestling. Uh, I love that it's talking about the same old matchups and and (laughs) there's only eight wrestlers. (laughs) The same old matchups. Anyways, this game should take about an hour or so to beat, depending on the level that you have it on. 
Speedrun.com has a record set by Jesus82050615 on Super Nintendo of 20 minutes and 4 seconds. That's a quick one. That's a... He must have been doing a lot of roll-ups. We're doing them power slams. We should uh, go ahead and talk about this gameplay, huh? Let's power bomb our way into the gameplay. Now, there aren't that many controls in this game. The D-pad works differently than your typical fighting game. You can move in eight directions into the foreground and background, similar to Final Fight. It's not like a fighting game like Street Fighter. No, get that perception right out of here. Like, if you go in thinking that, you're going to be highly disappointed. Yes. And I'm not going to lie, that was kind of what I was coming into thinking it was going to be like. Like a mixture of Final Fight and Street Fighter. And it sort of is, but not as much as you would want it to be, I feel like. So why does kicks and punches, B makes you jump, and A is to pin? Those are the buttons. Very simple. Very too simple, in my opinion. When you've got six damn buttons on the controller. There's only three in the arcade, though. I know. Well, for this machine. I know. It just drives me nuts. Well, see, and that's where I go back to like complaining about Street Fighter. Like, Street Fighter had more than three. Yeah, it did. But this is not Street Fighter. <laughs> so if you double tap forward, you'll run. If you walk up to your enemy, you'll grab them. You'll grapple with them. But you have to be quick. You press a direction and one of the attack buttons, and it'll do a different maneuver. Some type of throw, slam, submission, or a maneuver into a pin. Each wrestler has a different set of moves. Some moves can be reversed if you tap all three buttons at the same time, which I never got that to work. And wiggle the joystick. <laughs> wiggle your joystick. Yeah, you gotta wiggle, <laughs> wiggle, 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 and then slap the buttons as well. <laughs> yes, you do. Mm -hmm. So if you're being pinned, you also want to do that too, because that's how you'll kick out of a move. So basically, if you're being attacked, if you're being pinned, just button mash. Button wiggle ma and slap. Give it the good old slap and wiggle. That's my favorite move. <laughs> that's my finisher. <laughs> this is a professional wrestling game, so the enemy has to be laying on their back, face up, to pin them. Like I said earlier, you can press A to pin them, but if they're face down, you can press A. If you're A. playing slap and wiggle, don't you want it face down, ass up? <laughs> well, only if you're playing that game. It doesn't work the same for wrestling. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but when they're face down, if you press A, it will roll them over. You can actually hold the button, too, to pick them up off the ground and attack them more. They'll have like a, a short, dazed state when when you pick them up off the ground, so... You can attack them. You can do one of your big finishing moves or whatever. Each character has their own special move that can be performed with like a very specific button com combination. Yeah, those get pretty uh, technical. It's like doing a Mortal Kombat finisher, pretty much. That's the best way I can sum that up. D yes. So there, it's kind of there's the Street Fighter type of move, but but they only have one or two a piece. Yeah, they're. Uh... They're, they're pretty tough to pull off, for right. the most part. I, 
Yeah, it's and I feel like it's not going to be something that you do accidentally. Like you're playing Street Fighter, you might accidentally throw a Hadouken and be like, "Oh, how'd I do that?" Yeah, not these. No, no, these are a little more complicated. So you can also Irish whip your opponent into the ropes, and you can double tap when you're up into the corner, and you can climb to the top of the turnbuckles and do a diving maneuver onto them. You can go outside of the ring where there is weapons. Yes. Get a table, a chair, or something that looks like a fucking safe or something. Oh, I didn't see that one, I guess. A safe? Yeah, it looks something like a safe. It was like a gray box. I don't know what the hell it was. I mean, eventually I stopped going outside of the ring because it's like, all right, well, there's a chair or a table. Yeah, you get the countdown going anyways, and then more than likely the computer's not going to come outside and fight you anyways, so it's just a waste of time. Yeah. Now, there's three ways you can win a match. You can win by pinfall, a three-count pinfall, a submission, where you just keep putting them into a submission move until they tap out, or by countout, and that's that's where they're outside of the ring and they get a 20-second count. So if you're outside, and you can have a double count out. So if y'all are both outside of the ring. Good old long 20 counts. Yes. Super long 20 counts. <laughs> I remember being so confused uh, when I was a kid because of one of the other wrestling games. Like one of the WCW games had a 20 count. And I was like, I thought it was 10. Because <laughs> most of the time on TV, it's it's a 10 count. It's mostly uh, Japanese wrestling that has a 20 count. Right. Now, there is a time limit. But I never really had an issue with that. It, it gives you like a countdown too. It'll be like thirty seconds and <laughs> how, however long, one minute. But I think you have like a three minute timer. Yeah, I believe it's that long. Yeah, I've never had like an actual the clock end it. it me, me either. In any of the matches I had, I, I that was never a time limit draw. Yeah, yeah. This ain't AEW here. We're not going the full fucking sixty. You can actually turn that timer off when you go to the options. And speaking of the options, <laughs> uh, you can change the game's difficulty from 1 to 8. You know how I love the 1 to 8 scale. <laughs> Eight's the hardest, man. 8 is the hardest. You know, it can't be 10. No, uh, that would just make too much sense and I don't know. At least it's not nine. Remember that one game that had like a seven or a nine and it just really yeah. rubbed me wrong? I think it was uh, the turtle tournament game. So yeah, again, you can set the time limit on this one. You can also change the configuration for your three buttons. <laughs> just in case you get confused. That would be, yeah, you don't want to get too confused with three buttons. And maybe you got a broken button. Who am I to judge, you know? Your Y doesn't work. There is a sound option where you can adjust the levels and whatnot, and there's also a sexy-ass sound test. You do love those. Oh, baby, I love those. All the sound effects. (laughs) There they are. So when you're actually in a match, the player hub, and this is a one-on-one match that I'm speaking about the player hub at the top. It shows a small picture of you and it shows your health bar. It's a yellow bar. You have your score above that and how many wins you have beside a crown next to that. You'll have your opponent's picture and health. And at the bottom in the middle, you have the timer. 
No name, though. No name, it, which I I don't like that. I, I like to have the names. Because I feel like you don't remember the name. Like, I, there's two or three of the names out of the eight characters that I actually remember the name of. And I feel like that's partially because, like, you only see them for a second at the title screen. Now, I know if you're playing this over and over and over, you probably remember the names of everyone a little better. But... I don't know. Just kind of weird. Uh, speaking of those eight characters, who do we have? Well, we'll start off with Alexander the Greater. Alexander the Greater was a CWA wrestler. In Australia, he was a member of the national rugby team. When he came to America, he participated in the American version of the sport, American football, gaining some fame before his violent behavior got him kicked out. Afterwards, he took up wrestling as nickname and tended to fool opponents into thinking he isn't capable of killing them. His unique attack is the Spike DDT. And this motherfucker looks like Vader. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. He's 100% Vader. He comes in with a... The mask, the big, like... Yeah, it's a ram instead of a mastodon. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah, one thing before uh, we get more into the characters here. Yeah, when you come out, you'll have, like, a little entrance. Yeah. So on one side of the... We're, on your side, for player one, your person will come out, there'll be smoke, and the crowd will be going wild, and your character will do something special and unique to them as they walk to the ring, and then your opponent will come and do the same thing. They also have their own entrance music, too, which I thought was pretty cool. Which I really like those animations when they come out. The next wrestler is uh, Biff Slamakovich, <laughs> or as I like to call him, Biff Slamovich. <laughs> the son of a Russian senior bureaucrat... Biff has received special education in wrestling since he was a child. He practices in the sort of martial arts and has won many championships. Biff prefers executing his attacks of concentrated power and playing out every move in his hand. At one time, he was a student under Mike Hager at his gym, along with his friend and rival fellow wrestler Gunlock. It upsets him greatly that some individuals consider wrestling to be fake. So don't tell him it's fake. He'll fucking kick your ass. He'll slam a bitch for sure. It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> yeah, you better tell that to Biff. <laughs> the next wrestler we got is El Stingray. And he is a diminutive mass wrestler whose speed is unparalleled. He is proud of his mid-air assault techniques and feels the most alive while performing aerial attacks before an audience. El Stingray is involved in the almost constant rivalry with the great Oni, who's, uh, who uses a very similar flashy wrestling style. It's like Lucha Libre. Yeah. He's one of the mass wrestlers we have. Yeah, they have a, a pretty good, like, variety of wrestling styles. Like, you got your big man, you got your, like, super heavyweights, you got your luchador type. They, they've got a good mix, I'll say. Yeah, it's uh, very, very well diverse. Yeah. The next wrestler we have is Gunlock. Nicknamed the Florida Wild Horse, Gunlock grew as a street fighter in the slums. He trained under Mike Hager, along with his friend, rival, and fellow wrestler Biff Slamovich. They became famous CWA wrestlers. Gunlock once tried to put moves on Mike's daughter, Jessica, but after she ignored him, Cody got in a fight with him for it. He later did it again, and Hager was not amused by this, which caused them to get into a fight. So he's definitely involved in that in that Capcom world. I, I do love that they give enough backstory for these characters to tie them into uh, some of the... Uh, you know the other franchises there's a, one thing i think it says it on the uh arcade version that says that he might be gunlock might be related to a famous street fighter 
Yeah, it's very interesting. Yes. Now, now we got a Canadian coming into here. Jumbo Flapjack. <laughs> a lover of liquor, Jumbo's formerly worked as a bouncer at a bar, but was fired after beating the customer too severely. Afterwards, he took a job as a wrestler's bodyguard. However, a fight broke out between Jack and the wrestler for reasons unknown, which resulted in Jack knocking out his employer. He gladly replaced the wrestler and made his way to the BWA. It's pretty funny that this Canadian ain't so nice, eh? No. And he's like one of the guys that you can't pick uh, in single player. Right. He's pretty much like the one of the bosses in the game. He's the sub-boss. Uh, next, we got King Rastamon. King Rastamon lived peacefully in the mountains of the Dominican Republic until discovered and his athletic ability was evaluated. He trained under martial arts master Matthew Ayersworth. Soon afterwards, he debuted as a wrestler. And he comes in with a freaking monkey. Yes, he's got a monkey on his back. <laughs> yeah, he does. Don't piss the monkey off, though. Next, we got a familiar face, Mike Hager. Now, I saw a couple of places where it said Mike Macho Hager. I I've never known the, the macho part. Or I wonder if that was just... Might have been just added for this. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if maybe that was a fan thing I saw, but yeah, it said Mike Macho Hager. I was like, huh. So Hager's early career was a pro wrestler, although it suggested before that he was a champion street fighter. Whatever the case, Hager gained enough fame and respect and began serving as a mentor for up-and-comers like Biff Slamovich, Slamokovich, whatever the fuck his name is. Slam a bitch and Gunlock then eventually signed for the CWA. Their Hager performed as a tag team with Alexander the Greater, calling themselves Knuckle Busters. <laughs> we're the, me and you, we're the Ball Busters. Yeah. <laughs> I like the nickname or the tag team name, the Knuckle Busters. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. We got three left here, the Great Oni. The Great Oni is also known as the Demon of Sorority. Well, I guess uh, Jumbo don't like him too much. <laughs> Is a Japanese wrestler theatrical appearance said to be that of a kabuki leader? It cites the audience he's been called the pale-faced devil because of the white face paint he wears at the request of a local promoter during the period that spent training overseas. His appearance influences his words sounding like a drama tunes of that period. Ani is frequently at odds with fellow CWA member Al Stingray, whose flashy wrestling style is similar to his own. Only swift movements enable him to toy with his opponents. And he is one quick fucker. He's got long ass legs. Yes, he does. Up next, we've got the Scorpion. The Scorpion is a powerful and skilled mass wrestler. His true identity and personal history are shrouded in darkness. He's the leader of the dark professional wrestling organization known as the BWA and the main villain of the Slam Master Games. Yeah, he's, uh, he's the last person you face before... Uh, you cycle cycle through again because you actually have to beat this game twice yes. to become the champion. So he's the last person before you cycle, and then you have to beat him again to become the champion. And our last one here is Titanic Tim, <laughs> and he is the largest size. <laughs> you laughing? Yeah, it's such a goofy ass name, Titanic Tim. <laughs> now coming to the ring. <laughs> I just... He's afraid of icebergs. Hi, <laughs> I just feel like he's really soft-spoken. They're like... <laughs> they're interviewing him backstage, and they're like, Titanic Tim, the dastardly someone or so another said this about you. And he's like, well, I'm just going to go out there and give it my all. <laughs> like, that's just how I picture him for some reason. <laughs> I hope we both have a really he's, good He's night. definitely the tallest uh, 
of the wrestlers. Oh, I am pretty tall. I'm Titanic Jim. <laughs> I can't I keep hearing his voice now. Please talk like... Or what do you presume to be his voice? Talk, talk like Titanic Tim now. Titanic Tim is the largest sized newcomer of the CWA. Weighing over five kilometers at birth. Five kilometers? Five kilograms? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking long baby. <laughs> It just keeps going. It's like pulling fucking, uh, like, you know, when the, the magicians pull a scarf out? Yes. Just keep pulling this baby out. <laughs> <laughs> so, weighing over five kilograms at birth, not kilometers. By the time he graduated from elementary school, he was over 6'3. Holy fuck. Jesus. He started wrestling. Maybe he's gonna be a kilometer by the end of his life. He started wrestling. That means, as a means to fully utilize his body. According to American Bio, he hates small people and is typically mistaken for a disco reject. <laughs> he hates small people. <laughs> unique attack skills and neck chokehold. <laughs> just hates small people and he's a disco reject. What the fuck? I I just want to add to his backstory. I'm to him. I don't like disco. <laughs> I want to add to his, his story that he's also very religious, and he's like, okay, we're going to talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus now. <laughs> I don't well, know. He's probably the closest one to Jesus. He's tall as fuck. He high-fives him every day. <laughs> oh. Wakes up, walks out of his door, high-fives God. Hey, God. <laughs> hey, Titanic Tim. <laughs> just, say, just don't call me a disco reject. Sorry, t- <laughs> talking in the wrong voice. <laughs> just don't call me a disco reject. <laughs> Sorry about that. I love the Bee Gees. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of loving Bee Gees, share this to Jenny Bean. Hey! Yippee! Does she love the Bee Gees? She loves the Bee Gees. Ah. Uh, now, real quick. Uh, Just like the Titanic Tim. The Titanic Tim. Do you love the Bee Gees? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> real quick. All these... Uh, bios and stuff can be seen uh which i think you read some different ones but they're still the same if you if you watch the demo mode like if you don't press start on the game at all it'll it'll just cycle through just like most typical fighting games you know it says their weight their their height and stuff and it gives a little bio about them so uh i like that i like when they have that so you get a little more backstory and if you don't want to pay attention to that, we just did it all for you. <laughs> we talked about Tiny Tim. You were close. <laughs> Titanic Tim. Not Tiny Tim. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, now, in a single-player tournament, you can play as only eight different characters, while in the tag team mode, you can also select the two boss characters as well. In the tag team mode, it's a tornado tag match. That means there's no tags. All four men are in the ring at the same time. But the caveat is you must pin both members of a team to win. Yeah. So you have to pin them out and uh, pin them both to win the match, which that also means that they can pin you or your, your tag team partner, and then you're facing two people by yourself. So... It's much easier when you play this with a real person. I th- I want to say if you get pinned before your partner, that it's just automatic loss. Like your the computer is like, ah, I give up. And it's just a loss. I think that's what happened to me because I was wanting to see what would happen if the computer would play. 
Uh, if I remember correctly, that's what happened. <laughs> Just keep on laughing about your fucking... I'm, I'm Titanic Tim. I'm a very... five kilometers long, man. <laughs> I'm a very tall, gentle giant that came out of my, the vagina very, very long. Anyways. <laughs> uh, I mean, realistically, that's really all we can talk about, like... Gameplay wise, well, we can talk about like the the fight for a second here. Okay, well, first off, you know what? I do have one thing. Who did you like to pick? Who was your character of choice? I use uh, Alexander the Greater because uh, he reminded me of Vader. I love Vader. I, I did like that character a lot, um, but I use the uh, Luchador character. What's his name? El Stingray. Yeah, I was using him quite a bit right there at the end. I was, I, you know what I did. He, pl- he is quick. He's good to get in on the big guys. Yeah. But again, he doesn't have the reach. So if you're trying to do a lockup, you, you're, it's going to be a difficult time for you to do so. Yeah, I had a lot of trouble with doing the grappling moves. I wanted. To, okay, I love wrestling. Me and you are wrestling fans. There's no secret about it. I like doing power moves. I don't want to just do punches and drop kicks and stuff. Like I want to like grab them and power bomb them and do those moves. So I would catch myself constantly trying to grapple up and failing. They would grapple me or something and Irish whip me or something. Yeah, the timing's very tricky for it. So what I suggest to do if you are going to play this game, uh, start off on a the easier difficulties a hundred percent because <laughs> it's an, fucking hard. <laughs> it's so hard. If it's, if it's like halfway or more, I, I do that. So you can get used to the timing of getting up and close and personal. Cause this game plays exactly like a streets of rage or final fight. Yeah. Instead of like more like street fighter, which we mentioned earlier, it's very much. Yeah. You punch, punch, get close. You'll automatically grapple. Then you just push up or down or you input a command. And then you'll do a power slam. Yeah. I've uh, I found dudes using a power slam or a pin attack right away. I could pin people like pretty fucking successfully. Yeah. I hit them like once or twice and then slam them down with a power bomb pin and then get the one, two, three. Typically, you have to drain their health completely before you can pin them to three. Well, I got lucky a few times where the life bar was more than full. Yeah. More than half full. But, but. Typical matches, I feel like you you need to wipe out their health and stuff. Uh, which, that's also the same for you. If they wipe out your health and you have no more yellow in your bar, it's all red, and they pinned you, it's just game over. No matter how yeah, much not, wiggling, shit. yeah, you're done. Uh, no matter how much wiggles and slaps you give the big beefy boys, <laughs> yeah. you're not kicking out. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there was a couple of things that that kind of bothered me. I, I was always wanting to like do a top rope maneuver, like have my opponent on the ground and like give them an elbow drop or something. But by the time you get up on top, on top of the turnbuckles, they're usually standing back up. So you have to either be quick or like slam they have them. To be really like dead. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really difficult to do some kind of top rope maneuver while they're laying on the ground. Now you can do it while they're standing up too, but. I, w- I wanted to play wrestling. <laughs> I wanted it to be <laughs> wrestling, damn it. So since we're kind of running out of stuff to talk about with the gameplay, actually, let's talk about the music, Goobs. How did you feel about the music in this game? I thought it was hype. Good arcade fun music. 100%. I agree. High paced. Yeah. 
high-paced Capcom knows what the fuck they're doing with the uh, music, so... And this game does not disappoint. No, and there's plentiful music. Like, each wrestler has their own theme. Each city that you fight in has its own theme. The freaking intro has its own music. Like, I don't think... Oh, yeah, when the game first starts up and Buddy's, like, ripping his shirt off Hulk Hogan style <laughs> and the music's playing in the background, it's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of music and it's fun. And I really appreciate that because we've played wrestling games in the past, maybe for the show, not for the show, where... There's no music at all, and you're just hearing like crowd chants or something, or or men grunting. Yeah, and it's and then your your spouse or family member in the other rooms wondering what the fuck you are watching. <laughs> yeah, and all they hear is oh, ah, oh, ah. so <clears throat> and then they see buttons <laughs> feverishly mashing. What the fuck are you doing in there? <laughs> what, wrestling? What, just wrestling? While you're slapping your joystick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it was really nice to have some actual music for each match that you had. I, it sucked, though, because the entrances are so quick. You don't... I mean, you do get, like, a little taste of, like, you know, they have a little pose that they do or whatever, but it's just really quick. So that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, but, you know, I don't think you want that too long. No, it is nice that it, it it's sweet, this game's all Short about being fast-paced, right? So, yeah. Especially if you're playing this at the arcade, you don't want to sit there for you know a thirty-second entrance on each character. You're like, come on. I'm tired of standing here. Let's get to the gameplay. <laughs> yeah, but I, I did. I really liked the music in this. Um, there was plenty of it. Plenty, plenty of it. What about the graphics? How do you feel about the graphics in this? Oh, I love the graphics from the crowd to the characters themselves who are drawn by a very famous animator, actually. Hey, shut your mouth. That's fun facts. <laughs> I guess we'll talk about it later. Shut then. your mouth, brother, or I'll shut it for you. You gotta say, say that if for you're the a fan facts. of anime and you enjoy Fists of the North Star. Hey, 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 that's all. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> Just saying, but uh, I love the the sprites, big beefy men, and uh, the audience is fucking great. And even the the little old cameramen. There's a cameraman in the back. There's one guy with like an actual camera, and one guy with like a TV like studio camera, and he actually moves to follow the action. Yeah, pretty sweet. I really dig the art in this. Uh, like you said, there's a, the cameraman moves around, the photographer, the crowd. There's flash bulbs going off in the crowd. The ring looks awesome. The referee, there's a referee that runs around that's pretty cool too. Yep. Everything looks great. My only complaint, and it's such a dumb complaint, but I have to make it. There's not much you can do with the arenas. They all look exactly the same. And I understand that. It's a wrestling ring. They're not going to look that different. The mats are different colors, but that's it. Or the canvas. The canvas is a different color. Uh, maybe the logos that's on there on on the canvas is, is slightly different colors. But that's my only complaint, is that every arena looks the same. Yeah, well, wrestling ring's a wrestling ring, right? I know, I know, and that's why it's like, I can't really... They changed the, like, the, 
the apron and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I can't complain about it because that's wrestling. <laughs> that is wrestling. It's always a wrestling ring. But it would have been cool if there was some different backgrounds somehow. I don't know. I'm being nitpicky. Yeah, like it could be on a beach or something like that. Yeah, it, I think that would have just given it a little more character. But this game is full of character. Like between the wrestlers and like you said, the cameramen. Like, there's a lot going on. So, I'm very... Yeah, each wrestler is very distinct. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, well, I... two of them kind of look the same. Scorpion and uh, El Stingray. Yeah. I don't know. I just... that If I had one complaint to make about the graphics, that's the only thing is... Would have been cool for some more diverse arenas. But then again, how do you do that? That's, that's almost how real wrestling is. Fucking ring. Uh, Goobs, what about the buttons? This is the last thing we can talk about. The buttons. How did you feel about them? All There's three. three. <laughs> <laughs> All three of them. I wish there was a grapple button. Dude, I really do. If there would have been a grapple button, I feel like there would be so much less complaints on this game for me. Yeah, because it's just random. And like sometimes when I walk close enough, it's not even letting me grab. Or they grab you. I just you. get grabbed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's that's a major complaint, but the other two like the jump and the attack button they work fine. I, you know I don't like that. I don't like the attack button. Like give me a punch button, give me a kick button. If you're not gonna give me a grapple button, at least give me a punch and a kick so I can decide what I'm gonna do. You know, that way maybe you could pull off your own combos of like punch, punch, kick, 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 punch. You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they could have easily done that. I mean, Street Fighter, <laughs> you have high punches, low punches, high kicks, low kicks. <sighs> I know I need. Yeah, maybe they're trying to make this a bit different. I know, and I need to stop trying to force <laughs> Street Fighter onto this game uh, because it's not a Street Fighter game. It's not even a Final Fight game. It's its own thing. But I, because it's in that universe and it's like. Well, it plays more like Final Fight than Street Fighter, though. Yeah, it does play more like Final Fight, but because it's a fighting game you you want it to be a or i wanted it to be a street i don't know i wanted it to be street fighter <laughs> damn it uh yeah the the buttons are super weak in this game i just i think that was a a poor choice for this game was the buttons speaking of poor choices man i shouldn't have ate that uh that whole box of tacos before I started recording. Whew. You ate a whole box of tacos? Yep. Not feeling too hot right now. Oh. I will be right back. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that was kind of sudden. Um, I know. I'll surprise Goobs when he gets back from uh, whatever he's pooing. Uh, I've got this uh, luchador mask that I got in the mail just recently and it's blue i think uh i think i'll call myself the blue dragon or something something really cool like that all right i'm just gonna try to slip this mask on my head oh, it's kind of tight it's not come on Ooh. what was that did i rip the mask well, let's, okay i'm gonna try to get this mask on my head again uh, is it, 
there's no rips on this. Like, the seams are fine. Okay. Last time, this is it, or I'm giving up. Hey, Toby, stop trying to shove your head up my ass. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not a mask. That's the Goob's genie. Ooh, that's my sprinkler. Oh. Ooh, I feel like I need a shower. I need it. I do Ooh, need you're a shower. you're the one doing it to yourself. I did. What? Where's, Ooh, I get off of you a shower. Ooh. Where's the mask I ordered? Ooh, it's gone. <sighs> you know what? Since you're here, uh, we played a game called Saturday Night Slam Masters for the Super Nintendo. Ooh. I used to fight in that league. Oh, interesting. Uh, did you ever become you champion? Flapjack go way back. Ooh. Oh, oh, interesting. Uh, well, do you happen to know any cheats for this game by chance? Ooh, I definitely do. Ooh, you increase the damage of your moves. Ooh, pause the game. Where does the move lands? Doing this will add the amount of damage and inflicts. Ooh, more damage. Would you want to know how to bring a weapon into the ring? Ooh. Yeah, that would be nice, too. Ooh, if you want to do that in a single match, ooh. go to the ring, pick up a weapon, go left or right to the corner, and push B, then Y to throw the weapon to the ring. Ooh. Oh, nice. I'll... And you can use it to beat your opponent into submission. Ooh. Just like I put beat you into submission. Ooh. I only tapped out that one time. Ooh. You enjoyed it. Ooh. I, no. No, I didn't. Why? You know what? I'm I'm tired of this. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do to you, Goobs Genie? Ooh! Don't entice me. Ooh! Oh yeah! C come here. I got something to show you. I got something to show. Okay. Bionic elbow! Ooh! Ow! Now go away! Ooh! Okay. I guess you mean business this time. Ooh! I'm so scared. Ooh! Nice. The asshole. 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 That, that that was. Uh, you know what? He called me an asshole. That motherfucker always fucks with me. He makes me do like stuff to his butt, and like I'm I'm not a willing participant in any of his shenanigans that he does. And he's calling me an asshole. He's the asshole. Glad I hit him Whoa. on the head. Let's, let's, let's stop talking about assholes. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, hey, buddy. You okay? Oh, let's get into some fun facts. All right, Goobs, my friend. Are you ready? Yes, brother. Are you ready to brother out with me as we play... How much is this game, brother? This is the game show where Goobs. That's me. Is gonna try to guess the price of this game. You have the five dollar window to be within the actual price. Show us the tall hands. Goobs, are you ready? I am ready, sir. Good luck. All right. So, if you don't know, go download the Game I app, and you can figure out the prices of these retro video games. As well. It's a great way to track your collection. Track your collection, catalog it, know how much your collection's worth. Great app. Not sponsored. We just love the shit out of that app. Game Eye. Go download it. Anyways, according to the Game Eye app, how much is a loose cartridge of 
Saturday Night Slam Masters on the Super Nintendo. $32. $32. Are you sure? I am sure. All right, brother. This game is going for $35. Shit, yeah. With the $5 window, you get the sound effect. Congratulations. Here we go. It's been a while. It's been a while. Since I'm good. Closed in box price. <laughs> How much for... You tried. I tried. How much for closed in box now, goobs? That means you get the box. You get the manual. You get the cartridge. You get the whole shebang, baby. How much? Well, let's go with 72 $72. Are you sure? I'm sure. That is... Close. $141. Oh, double. Yeah, <laughs> double. Uh, oh, the box raises it that much, eh? Yeah, yeah. Now, real quick, I figured we could go over the Sega version. Fucking $110 box. <laughs> yeah. The Sega version loose. How much do you think that cartridge goes for, buddy? Buddy old pal? Uh, friend? It's like 24 24 You think it goes for less than the Super Nintendo version? Yes. So you're saying 24. I am saying 24. Well, you were close because this is going for $50 loose. Oh. So more than the Super Nintendo version. I honestly didn't know this game was on the Sega Genesis. I didn't either. That was a surprise to me, too. Now, complete in box, that means you get the NOS hard clamshell. Mmm. And you get the manual and the cartridge. How much do you think that goes for? Well, those are easier to hold on to. I don't know, 100 bucks. With the $5 window goops, it goes for $97. You get the oh. sound effect again! 2 out of 4 ain't bad. Nah, nah 2 out of 4 is pretty good. I'd buy that for a dollar. All right, goobs. So... I don't have a ton of fun facts for this game, but I've got some super fun facts. Super, super good fun facts. Eh, whatever. We're just going to go with this. The original name in Japan for this game was actually called Muscle Bomber The Body Explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you didn't know better. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, now, there was an updated arcade version because that was the first one. The second arcade version was called Muscle Bomber Duo Ultimate Team, which added the tag team part of the game. So basically, the home ports, we got the best of both worlds. In 1994, there was a sequel release called Ring of Destruction Slam Masters 2. And as you ruined earlier, the characters <laughs> were designed by the creator of Fist of the North Star, Tetsuhara. I don't know if I said that right, but that is the creator of Fist of the North Star. Did the original concept art for these characters in this game. So that's pretty cool. Pretty rad. I also thought this would be fun. The name differences from Japan to the US. <laughs> so, Biff Slamvok. Slim how do you say it? Slamvokich? Slamvokich? Slamovich? Slamovich, yeah, Slamovich. 
his name in Japan is Aleski Zalazov. Gunlock is Lucky Colt. The Great Oni is Mysterious Budo. Titanic Tim, Titan the Great. El Stingray is El Stinger. Alexander the Greater is Sheep the Royal. Oh, that's why he's wearing like a ram mask. Yeah. King Rastaman is Missing IQ Gomes, which oh. in the story for that, that's it's slightly different in Japan. His story is that he's dumb <laughs> and the monkey is his uh, booker. Like the monkey is a <laughs> smart one. I was thinking more like he's the missing link. Because he kind of looks like that. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Jumbo Flapjack is Kamala the Bouncer. And the Scorpion is the Astro. And I'm not going to lie. I like all the Japanese names better, I think. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. I like uh, I like El Stinger better than El Stingray. But I guess that's too much like Sting from WCUW back in the day. And it, it, I don't know. So this is really interesting, too, because obviously uh, Mike Hager is from the Final Fight game. The Japanese version says that this appearance of him takes place before Final Fight. Oh. So this takes place before Final Fight, but the American version says that he is a former mayor of Metro City. So they're trying to say that it happens after Final Fight. Well, they're confused. It's a little confused on the storyline depending on the region. Now, this was really interesting because do you remember how I said Gunlock might be related to a Street Fighter, a famous Street yep. Fighter? Street Fighter, the movie, the game. Ooh, why am I bringing this up, you ask? Why? That's so weird. That's, that's not even canon in any kind of means. I'm not sure which port, if it's like one of the home ports or the arcade port, because those are two totally different games. But in one of the versions, the character Blade reveals that he is Guile's brother and he can turn to his pro wrestling career as Gunlock. Oh, that's some fucking deep diving. That's a, <laughs> that's a really weird detail, isn't it? He might be Guile's brother. He may not be. I thought that was neat. Now, uh, that's cool. Because you said you'd never played the Sega version, neither have I. I didn't even realize there was a Sega version. I was very aware of the Super Nintendo version because of Final Fight and stuff like that. And because of Final Fight, I only thought that it was on Super Nintendo. So here's some of the differences between the Sega and the Super Nintendo version. The Sega version appears to be slightly darker, which that always seems to be the case when you're looking at Super Nintendo and Sega games. Sega's usually a little darker tinted than the Super Nintendo ports. Sega, this you're going to want to check out the Sega version just because of this alone, has a deathmatch option on the start oh. menu. So the deathmatch is an exploding barbed wire match. <laughs> so oh, you can, you can throw the, your opponents into the, the ropes, which are barbed wire, and they explode as soon as they touch them. And if you somehow manage to get outside of the ring, there's just like, on like the the left and the right side of the ring, there's just all these exploding like bomb things. So if you if you touch them, they explode. <laughs> and there's oh, a big. Cool. I'm gonna have to try that. There's a sure. giant like skull in the middle of the ring too. Like it takes away the the normal uh, 
wrestling logo for the company. It, it reminds it, me of uh, World Heroes because you can do a deathmatch mode in there as well. That's cool. So I thought that I thought that was cool. Um, it also changes how you get into the versus mode. So in the Super Nintendo, when you hit like play, it gives you the option. Like it gives you like a play option, and then like the options menu. This one, and then like when you play, you get to pick, you know, single or tag team. This one has four options. It's single, tag team, deathmatch options. So it's just laid out a little different. Not not that big of a deal. Sega, you can't play four-player mode. And the two main bosses in single mode, Scorpion and Jumbo, are playable in the Sega version. Interesting. Here's some other minor things. In the entrances, like when it's showing like the smoke and it's got like the strobe lights and stuff, Sega is yeah. actually missing a little green light beam that that's flashing. Otherwise, the the entrances are identical, like 100% identical. Yeah, there's like little laser beams going around. Yeah, Sega doesn't have those green ones. The endings for both games are essentially the same. They just look slightly different with different backgrounds, and the text is a little bit different. It's the same, though. When you beat the game the second time after winning the title... So, we've, we forgot to touch on this. When you beat the game the second time, you get the title. They show like some trophies in the ring, and there's three guys standing in the ring clapping for you, and then some big wrestler comes out and challenges you, but you don't actually get to fight him. But the differences between the Sega version and the Super Nintendo version that I noticed, they're exactly the same, except the the Sega version, all three of those guys that are standing in the suits are all wearing blue. In the Super Nintendo, only two of them were, are wearing blue, and one is wearing green. Again, even more like minor stuff, like the camera guy in the background, they're wearing different color shirts. One of the big differences I noticed was there is no ref in the Sega version either. Oh, I like the ref. I do too. So it's really kind of hard to decide, like, which one's a better version? Like, you got some cool stuff, like, with the deathmatch, but you have more, like, character with the referee and stuff like that, you know? So, eh. And the green lights. And the, and the, the green lights. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. I was sold on the Super Nintendo one just because of the green lights. One of the weird systems I was talking about earlier, that FM Towns Marty. FM Towns Marty, I mentioned it earlier at the beginning of the show. I don't feel like we'll, we'll ever have uh, much of a chance to talk about this system again. So I'm going to go ahead and just give you the rundown on this system because it's, it's pretty unique. It was an exclusive to Japan, and it was a fifth generation home console released by Fujitsu in 1993. The console had many claims <laughs> that it was the first 32-bit CD-based home console with a floppy disk. <laughs> it had a floppy disk drive. Nice. Good old floppy. There's a lot of arguments saying that it actually wasn't 32-bit and that it actually played at 16-bit rate. But that's the same thing we learned with the Nintendo 64, that it was a Nintendo 64, but it mostly ran 32-bit games because it would run more efficiently. So I'm, I'm wondering if it's that kind of same thing. So I don't have an official answer on if it actually was 32-bit or whatever. Now, the previous console computer, because a lot of these were like computer consoles, it was just called the FM Towns. 
and the Marty version was backwards compatible with it, so it could play all the FM Towns games. FM stood for Fujitsu Micro in the series of their consoles and computers. In 1994, they released a new updated FM Towns Marty 2. The speculation online of what I read appears that people believe that it was 100% the same exact console. It just had a different shell that it was in, and it dropped the price a little bit. So they were trying to be like, hey, here's our new console, and it's cheaper than the last one, so you should probably buy it. I think that's kind of what their marketing strategy was on it. But they didn't drop it a lot. They dropped it from the original being $710 to $670. So they cut $40 off of it. It's fucking expensive. Fuck yeah. That's why we don't know about it, because it flopped. They also released the FM Towns Car Marty, which this version had like a built-in navigation system, and I believe you could play CDs on it. But you could also take this out of your car and actually play it in your house, too. So, yeah, however that worked. The FM Towns sold about 500,000 consoles, while the FM Towns Marty only sold about 45,000. It was discontinued in 1995 with a combined release of 583 games between the FM Towns and the Marty. The notable games that were released on the FM Towns Marty were, obviously, Saturday Night Slam Masters, which was probably not going by that name since it was all in Japan, Splatterhouse, Afterburn 2, Bubble Bobble, Alone in the Dark, Flashback, Super Street Fighter 2, The New Challengers, Rainbow Island Extra, Turbo Outrun, and apparently a handful of hentai type of games where it showed Japanese cartoon boobies. Oh, the boobs. The dub boobs. So, uh, I looked it up. These sons of bitches are still pricey if you're trying to collect for it. So this will never be on my list of trying to collect for games. <laughs> they are pricey. I did read that a lot of the games did have an English translation, though. So if you ever get your hands on one, uh, look up and see if they've got English translations, because you might be able to actually play some of the games. It's got a really weird control, too. It only has two buttons. And this game is a three-button game, so I don't know how the pen would work in this game for Saturday Night Slam Masters. Yeah. Maybe you don't pin. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But yeah, the that's the FM Towns Marty, and we will probably never ever mention that console again on this show. <laughs> but never say never. In wrestling, <laughs> right? Uh, but that's it. That's all I got for fun facts, Goobs. That was the only one thing left to do. It's time to motherfucking rage. All right, so this is the Rage Meter. We're going to take a 1 to 10 on how pissed off this game makes us. Goobs, how pissed off does this make you? So pissed off that you're going to take a barbed wire bat and just shove it straight up your ass and then use it like a pogo stick. Jeez. By God, you're not going to have a family, damn it. (laughs) That man no longer has a family. Nope, because everyone knows babies come out of the poop hole. That's how it works. We passed sex ed. All right, Goobs, you're going to go first on this rage meter. 
Hit me with it, baby. Clothesline okay. me. Well, there's only a few complaints for me in this game that would make me rage. And one of them is the difficulty. If you go into this just at regular difficulty, you're going to get your ass handed to you because if you don't know what you're doing. So I mentioned earlier, start off with a low difficulty. Don't stress yourself out. Learn to play the game. And then take it to a higher difficulty. Because it is a little bit of a learning curve. Well, it's not really a learning curve because there's not only three fucking buttons, but just to learn how close you can get and the timing of everything like that. Because uh, this game is not enjoyable <laughs> when you don't know what you're doing and you're playing on a harder difficulty. Yes, 100%. Even when you know what you're doing, I ramped up the difficulty even more than normal. And uh, it was quite the challenge. It very much was, but I had fun with it, so not too bad. You will get your ass handed to you, though. But on the easier difficulty, it's still... It's not a cakewalk, but it's uh, a lot easier. And you can... Learn the skills you need to, to succeed. Uh, not having a grapple button or alternative attack when there's six buttons on the controller and you're only using three. Ew, yeah. Baby, that's it's not good. That's going to be It'll one be... of my complaints big time. Yeah, because there's not really much other complaint than, than those two things for me. The, yeah, if I just had a, an extra button, even just a grapple, I can do with a grapple and just a punch. That would have been fine with me. And then uh, having a bit more moves per character would have been good, but maybe having the special moves would be easier to pull off as well. They're uh, quite difficult, but you can master them. They're not impossible to do, but you only have a small window because when you grab, if the person is struggling against you, they're doing the good old slap and wiggle, then you don't <laughs> have much time to execute this maneuver that sometimes has six different inputs. Yeah. For you to do so. And the, just the movements from them is weird. It's like going up, back, left, and then forward, right, and then back down. It's like, oh, okay. Gotta be a mathematician to do these moves. But <laughs> you can get them done with enough practice. So I'm going to give this game a 6.5. Okay. On the rage meter, not too ragey, but rageful enough. And that's mostly because of the difficulty in the buttons. I have to go ahead and just agree with you on difficulty-wise and button-wise. Um, the only thing I could think of about raging more is just such a short roster of characters to pick from, which I know Street Fighter 2 doesn't have like a ton of characters, and I, I just... <sighs> I, Even if they gave you the two bosses afterwards, that would have been good. Yeah. And I also think it's goofy that you have to fight these eight characters twice <laughs> to, to get the championship. And you know what? You know what? Here's my rage right here. Why does it tease this big fucking wrestler man that comes in and he's like, oh, that's my championship, brother. Like, fucking make that the main boss. Like, yeah, you whooped everyone's ass twice. Make that the guy that you have to beat to get the title. Give us one big stupid character that's like double the size of everyone, like muscle wise. And I don't know. I just think that's kind of silly that you give us this great big dude at the very end. That's where my rage is, mostly. Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, the tag team matches kind of tick you off because, like I said, I feel like I got pinned and it, it just ended it. Like my 
computer partner didn't even have a chance to to fight to see if <laughs> to see if they would win. Um, but I get it. Like whatever. <sighs> yeah, just the rage that there's not enough moves. I suppose really really grinds my gears. Um, you know, you said a 6.5. I think that's pretty fair. I mean, it, it's just not a very rageful game, especially if you play it on an easier level. Like, it definitely depends on where you have the difficulty level. So Yeah, it's, it's, hard, it's as hard as you want to make it. <laughs> yes. As hard as you want to make it, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. Secret I, levels. It's as hard as you want to make it. <laughs> I agree with you, though. Yeah, 6.5. Uh, but we can go ahead and we can settle down, brother, because we're going to take a deep breath and we're going to decide if this game is worth playing. We're going to give it a one to ten overall. If we like this game, if we hated this game, one being it's awful, ten being it's the best game we've ever played. I get to go first because you went first on the other thing. Uh, here we go, buddy. I will... I really like the look of this game. I really like the sound effects and the music in this game. The buttons are just too fucking basic. It's it's got a beat 'em up vibe, like the beat 'em up versus mode. That's what this game plays like. If you play any like beat 'em up that has a versus mode in it, that's what this is with ropes. <laughs> to keep you in a, an area. It's got a couple of extra mechanics, like you can climb to the top of the ropes, but like even picking up the fucking weapons, that's like straight out of Final Fight or Street, Streets of Rage. You know, it's a beat-em-up versus mode. And I complain about those in the past on other games. Like, when it's a nice feature when you... You know what? If this whole game would have been an extra feature on Final Fight, that would have been gnarly. Like, two games in one? Fuck yeah, because there's not much to this game. Although it does look beautiful. It's a beautiful-looking game. I just don't see myself playing this again. Like, it was fun for my one time of playing it. It's got some really cool elements, and I, I wish the buttons were better. If the buttons were a little more diverse, and it had some, like, I've got to learn how to do these moves, and, and like, Street Fighter... I might want to go back and keep playing it and try to get better at it, but I just I think it, it it shows the test of time that there's not like big competitions and tournaments and stuff where people are playing this. Not that I know of anyways, but you still have people playing Street Fighter 2 because there's diversity with the combinations of buttons and stuff. I think I would play this in the arcade because the arcade, first off, looks a million times better, obviously. But it, it, it just is nice looking. It's very nice looking. I think if I run into this game at an arcade, I would happily put in a couple quarters, play it for 20, 30 minutes. I don't think I need to play the home console version ever again. There's just not enough substance. Well, the Sega one. Man, I, I would like to try that Sega one just for the deathmatch, but it's going to be the same thing, you know? I don't see myself really needing to play the, the home console version again. It was just overall kind of weak. But I do like the presentation. Everything looked good. I'm giving it a six. Yeah, that's fair. What do you got? Well, we've already said what we could see about this game pretty much, so I really enjoy the graphic style. 
of this, and uh, you can totally tell it's done by the guy who did Fist of the North Star. The characters are strong, they stand out, they seem important, which is great for a random wrestling game with the characters you don't really know about. You want them to stand out. You want to learn more about these characters after seeing, like, oh, where's this guy come from? What's his backstory? And thankfully, they have a backstory for all the characters, which is great. Because they could have just randomly thrown some guys together and just like, okay, here you go. Here's some random guys in a fucking wrestling game. But no, they brought the characters to life. When they come in with their entrance music and their entrances, it's great. They have individual personalities. It really stands out that way. Yeah. The background's great. I love the... There's like one kid in the background with a giant fucking foam finger. He's always so happy. (laughs) (laughs) He's there to see the boys wrestle. Yep. Uh, The cameraman, the fact that the one guy with the the big hard cam, he's got the hardest cam. And uh, he follows the action. It's a little tiny effect that I really enjoy. The referee's fucking great. Uh, This game's fun. I go back and play it. Like I said, I go back at least one time a year and play this game again. Unlike Toby, he's never going to touch it again. <laughs> I will. <laughs> In the arcade, I'll touch it. Always Wait, I better it. not say it like that. That sounds really creepy. I will play this <laughs> game in an arcade again. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I really enjoy this game. I will go back to play it again, and I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. It's fun. If you have uh, people to play it with, it's great. Sure, it's not a pure wrestling game. It is kind of like uh, an extra mode in a fighting game where I beat them up, but I do enjoy it. And there is some strategy to it after you learn how to do that. So I don't mind it at all. Yeah, well, between my six and your seven, overall, this is a 6.5. And I think that's a pretty respectable score. I don't think it's one of the greatest, but it's definitely worth the hour, two hours, uh, two or three hours that I put into this game, you know? So, yeah, uh, like I said, I'll play it at the arcade. You'll play it every year. Pretty decent. Finish him. All right, brother. We didn't kick out. There was no false finish. This is the end. One, no two, dusty three. finish. No, there's some <laughs> dusty nuts. <laughs> oh, finally we can quit the wrestling puns. I think. Uh, can we? Can we? <laughs> Never. Uh, but this is the end of the show. We're gonna wrap everything up. But before we do, we have to give a quick tag to a hot tag to our our patrons. Of tags. <laughs> Lots of hot tags to our patrons. Uh, we uh, have a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia, or you can go to badsecretmedia.com, and it'll take you to all the links and stuff. We have a bunch of great stuff on our Patreon. Lots of extra episodes, lots of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, lots of just goofy shit that we try. Before I give any nicknames, I gotta say, thank you so much to our patrons. We love you. Ah, yes. We, we honestly do, from the bottom of our cockles. Very, very tippy bottom. Tippy bottom? Tippy, the tippiest of the bottoms. <laughs> they didn't. As soon as I said it, I was like, "You're dumb." That didn't make we any love sense. You from the tip. <laughs> tip is the top. Anyways, uh, yes. Uh, the cream of the crop, some would say. The cream of the crop, the tippy of the top. So we're gonna give some shout outs to the patrons. Goobs is gonna give some nicknames as he does. Goobs, what is the theme of the nicknames for this particular episode about wrestling? 
Masked wrestlers, brother. <laughs> I knew it was going to have to do with wrestling. I just didn't know which angle you were going to shoot from. All right, buddy. Let's kick this off. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's start it off with one of our favorite masked people, the Masked Llama. He's Curry Man. <laughs> Next up, we got Fat Shags. He's Abyss. What about Chris Copeland? He's Battle Cat. What about Keith Gasper? He's the Blue Blazer. What about Martin from the Reviews Brothers? The Canadian Cougar. <laughs> <laughs> Level 1 Noob. The Cobra. The Berg. Sexy star. <laughs> what about Paprika? Dirty yellow dog. I don't know that one. Evil Ringo. El Generico. <laughs> what about Obreon? The handsome stranger. What about Wolfman? Wolfman. The killer bee. Gilmy Talks. Uh, the masked Canadian. DJ Romance Baby. The purple shadow. <laughs> Okay, and then uh, we got Crash Override. Repo Man. He technically is masked, you're correct. <laughs> and last but not least, Riku. Shark Boy. Perfect. <laughs> Stone Cold Era Shark Boy? Sure. <laughs> and those are our patrons. You can go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia. Support us. Keep the, keep the lights on in the house. Or on the show. What What is it? <laughs> I forgot what it is. Keep the lights on in the house. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Whatever. Too many chair shots. <laughs> Secret levels in your house. <laughs> uh, but we do have some other um, social media type stuff that you can follow us on. Isn't that right there, Goopster? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. At Goobs the UN. You can follow Toby on both those things as well at Toby Von Doom. That's right. That's right. And you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Levels Pod for all kinds of updates and whatnots. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Please go join the, the group. Come on. I'm posting stuff in there all the time. No one likes it. Feed my ego. Like the stuff I post. <laughs> <laughs> comment on it i'm working so hard in there and no one is appreciating it but no uh you know come support our pages if you, if you would like no no harm no foul if you don't that is completely fine uh but goobs what else do we have if you want to get in contact with us the best way to get a hold of me and toby would be to join our motherfucking discord, the discord! come join the family it is a great friendly environment in there come join you'll get a big howdy ho to everyone or howdy from brother everyone. howdy brother <laughs> you get a lot of brothers <laughs> there's there's actually a pretty good wrestling wrestling community in there as well so yes that wrestling's your thing come join us we watch pay-per-views together we also play video games together we just talk we're there for each other it's great it's a great little community yeah and uh me and toby are in there on voice chat most of the time so if you're bored in the evening there's probably someone to talk to you in there. You know, since we're talking about a wrestling game, I feel like we should shout out the Game Marks podcast. Uh, if you're a wrestling fan, you should definitely go check out the Game Marks. They kind of do what we do, but they have basically covered almost all the wrestling games you could think of. So if you have some favorite wrestling games or want to find out about some wrestling games that maybe you didn't get a chance to play, 
I'd definitely go hit them up. Uh, yeah, go check out our good brothers. Yeah, the good good brothers, brothering it up with our brothers. <laughs> Until they steal our gimmick. <laughs> and they run out of wrestling games and start doing a show like ours. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be perfect. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, support other podcasters and whatnot. So go show them some love. If if I'm sure they've covered this game. I, I'm real interested to go back and listen to their review if they have covered this game. Uh but uh, what else do we have, Goobs? Well, we have uh, two little things here that you can do to support your boys, yeah. your thick boys. Thick boys! You can rate us on wherever you're listening to us. That'd be great. One to five stars. Do whatever you feel. It doesn't take anything but a minute of your time. Yeah. Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. Rate all podcasts. If you if you got a favorite podcast... Just just leave the leave some stars and a little comment if you can. On, it's the easiest way to support and it means the world to the people that are doing the podcast. Yeah, it really does. You'll you'll make their day. Trust me. Trust us. I get so hyped when I get a new comment. Yeah. Or when we get a new uh comment or whatever the fuck. <laughs> new review. And if you want, yes. <laughs> if you want to support us even further, you can go to tpublic.com slash user slash secret levels and get one of our beautiful t-shirts and put them on one of your beautiful chests. And there is a new design up with us. <laughs> it's it's very similar to our old uh, show logo. Uh, we're just in a different position, and I think there's a little blue thing behind my character. I don't know. I just see us on the t-shirt. Yeah, I don't see anything yeah. else. So, uh, yeah, if you want to support the show... Uh, we do get a little bit of kickback from it, and it does go back into supporting the show with hosting fees and all the other good junk that we got going on. So uh, we'd appreciate that. Plus, you become a giant billboard, a sexy billboard at that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's everything, isn't it, isn't it brother? <laughs> oh, that's it, brother. Thanks for brothering out with us, brothers and sisters. <laughs> Do wrestlers call like the women wrestlers sisters? You think? I don't know. I, I call everyone brother. Uh, yeah, I think I think brother is like a, a gender neutral universal term. term. Yeah, <laughs> in the wrestling world, at least <laughs> everyone's a brother. Brother. Well, that's how I greet people uh, that I don't know, or say thank you to like if a dude or something helping at a store or something. Oh, thanks, brother. Uh, yeah, you should gravel your voice though. That way, it's more like wrestling. Just say I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Game over, folks. I hate secret levels podcast.